Fuck you, stay at home. The One Million Podcast. So you can uh, you can just make a to-do list on notes? Yeah, in the app. No shit. Like one of the original apps? Yeah, like the actual Apple app notes. Yeah. Yeah, you can make a to-do list. Uh, yeah, do you know how many to-do lists I have on there? I bet you it's easily in the triple digits because I don't delete them once I'm done typically. Oh, well, that seems silly. It does. Well, well, once I'm done, it's just nice to look at. All the dots are filled in. <laughs> it makes me feel good. And do you go back like a year ago and be like, hey, I did it that day too. It's like, oh, I do always put off laundry. Oh, man, do I remember April 27th. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to do it. I really didn't. 4 p.m. I didn't think I was going to get it done. And then 9.30, Kerdoom. <laughs> what up, April 27th? Well, now you just don't have to write it down on the back of an envelope like a fucking poor. Why do you have to point at my envelope with my to-do list on it? <laughs> with silver Sharpie? Can that's you what, even see that color? That's what was around. And you can't see metallics, can I you? I can see all colors. What happens you, if there's not an envelope? Do you just carve it into the coffee table? Uh, <laughs> no, I get up and I go get a piece of, I go get an envelope or something to, get it to write it down. And then I just mark it off. It's one of my favorite parts of the to-do list is the taking the marker and going. Well, that's why on the notes app, you can make it a checklist so you can tap the little check. Is that, but is that is, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, is that is, um, does that feel as good as the pulling the marker out and. Oh yeah. You know what I do on my to-do list? I will put very silly little mundane things at the very top. So at least like, it's like brush my teeth, put, take the trash out so that like I can check those things off my list. And I'm like, look at how much I'm getting done. And then I can like, I already feel like I've already done so much. It gives me the motivation I need to continue on with my tasks through the rest of the day. Or it does a complete opposite. And I'm like, I've done enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did a, uh... I was talking to Andy. I've been waking up like at a normal person's hour. Uh, a lot of that has to do with my for my being forty two years old, and your body just starts doing that. Yeah, it's so crazy how it happened for you about seventeen years later than it does for everyone else. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, also, <laughs> I mean, my schedule's a lot different than most people's. That's I don't true. I don't have a nine to five, and when I do have to get up early, it's usually just for short periods. Of, it's usually very early. And uh, I just get on a plane and then pass out again. Uh, but yeah, so my sleep, especially on the road, my sleep schedule is always messed up, especially with radio when like when there's not a pandemic and I have to get up at oh dark 30 to go be on Ugh. jammy in the booth or whatever. <laughs> jammy in the booth, Edgar in the tea. <laughs> so uh, which, you know, aside from like four of them are pretty awful. There are four that are really great and a lot of fun to do. And the rest of them. Which ones are they? Uh, Todd and Tyler in Omaha. Uh, shit. Uh, fucking what's that other dude's name? Uh, those guys. Um, oh, Preston. Preston and Steve, maybe, in Philadelphia. Uh, the guys, KDVE. Uh, Bill, K. David, uh, and Randy, uh, those guys are great. And uh, there's another. There's always one that like I show up and I'm like, oh yeah, you guys. But I don't obviously remember it. Uh, especially when you do forty, probably eighty of them a year on a normal year. Mm -hmm. And uh, so yeah, uh, 
but yeah, I, I never really had to get up that early. And when I did, it was, you know, just to get what we just said. Uh, he can't find it. But <laughs> He's an absolute dumbass. Yeah, it's man. Literally right there. He's the cutest dude Honor, on the. Over there. It's over there. It's literally over there. Have you had his eyesight checked? Do you think that thing on his eye is maybe. No, the doctor said it's not causing him any like vision issues. And you know what? He's afraid of going up the stairs. And so in my apartment building, which are like old wooden yeah. stairs, but he's just got those slippery little fluff paws that I think is what makes them slip on him because he hates going up the stairs. And oh, I he started does. even shining my flashlight from my phone yeah. on the stair to give him a little reference. And no, he's. I think he's just stupid. Is he a little, you think he's a little special, special needs? Maybe. Look at his like, face. Like, if he went to a dog elementary school, would he have to, like, go into a special class, like, three or four periods out of it? No, because they'd be like, he's going to get by on looks. <laughs> That's what they did for me. That they Man, how'd that go? They were wrong. They were... <laughs> Turns out I needed, like, work ethic and personality, and so... math skills of some sort. Nah, I don't do budgets no. anymore. <laughs> After they learned that After I can't the- do budgets. <laughs> she used a letter. She used the letter. There's no variables. <laughs> she just used the total was ninety seven thousand K. Or no, that does, that joke doesn't work. Ninety seven thousand V. There it is. Damn it. Fucked up my own joke. Also could have been Roman numerals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but K's just ninety thousand thousand. Or potassium. Or or just ninety thousand K. Like, do you understand? Man, you keep flipping that dog, that dong at me. And it's, I mean, I, I'm just trying to psych out Otto. He's not even psyched out. He barely runs when you actually throw it, and forty percent of the time it's the wrong way. Oh, but look at him go! Oh, geez. I'm just trying to get him to dry off. I do love him. I do love him, but you do feel like the uncle of the kid, and he's like twelve, and he's like, you're like, oh, he's just dumb. <laughs> like life's gonna be hard. He better be pretty. We're related to a lot of people like that. Yeah, and they were not pretty. No. No, life is hard for them. Yeah. Uh, uh, speaking of uh, earlier, uh, I made a and Den uh, reference. Oh, yeah, and I was like, you're quoting one of my most favorite movies. Yeah, which is... Dude, where's my car? And now the roles have been switched because uh, I've never actually seen that movie. For real? For real. I've never seen that. I've never seen Dazed and Confused. Dazed and Confused is great. Because this is what happened. I remember we were like 17 or or 16 or 17, and they had Dazed and Confused, and then they had like the Mr. Pibb version, which was the Stoned Age. And it was like a fucking off shoot Dazed and Confused with like high school kids. It wasn't. I know when you say the Stoned Age, you're like the Flintstones, but they're high, but that's not what it was. Uh, and I think maybe Dazed and Confused was checked out. Anyway, uh, the Stoned Aged, I, be- I, I believe that's what it was called, was uh, not great. <laughs> uh, there it is. The Stoned Age, a 1994 comedy film. Let's see if it's got anyone that you've ever heard of in it. Oh, well, it's directed by James Melconian. Milk. I would. Yes. You know, that'll uh, weasel. Uh, let me look in the other room. The story takes place in Torrance, California. Well, that's all you need to know. It was Blue Oyster Cult played a big part of it, but apparently, according to the wiki, 
They were trying to do like five other songs, and the bands like saw the movie and were like, "Nah, we're good on that." Um, Who's in this? I love the quote on the front cover: "Is better than dazed and confused." It's starring Michael Coplo, Bradford Tatum. Okay, the first name. Let, let's just put it this way: the first name on the list of stars does not have a Wikipedia. No, I've never heard of any of those people. No. David Grow Is that Dave Grohl, but like under a different moniker? No, because in 94, Dave Grohl was in kind Nirvana. of blowing up in Nirvana. Yeah. Uh, this was part. This was distributed by the classic Trimark Pictures. Chris, this movie looks stupid. It Well, again, I picked it out when I was 16 or 17 years old and also had never smoked weed and would not for at least another two years. Uh Let's see here. Uh, let's see if it's streaming anywhere. Anyway, there is a few movies that are classics. Like, I don't think I've really seen The Breakfast Club. I don't think I've seen wow. a lot of the John Hughes movies. Huh. Yeah, Really, if you've seen one John Hughes movie, you've seen them all. Molly Ringwald and a guy. Uh, it's funny enough, it's streaming on MrPib.com. No. Uh, it's PibExtra.edu. <laughs> .edu, because you need to learn, you idiots. <laughs> Uh, it is available on Tumi and Amazon Prime, and you can rent it for $4 on both iTunes, YouTube, and a bunch of others. Chris, that is not Tumi. That is Tubby TV. Tubby. Or Tubi. I said, I said Tubi, didn't I? I thought you said Tumi. No, Tumi's the bag that I carry. I know. I thought you said, well, that's because you won't shut up about the bags. So well, they're really, they're really good bags. I mean, that bag's lasting me 15 years. Uh, Jordy and I love, I think it's pronounced Tubi, but I love to call it Tubby TV. <laughs> <laughs> Lane Bryant Television. <laughs> uh, all right. No offense to anyone who shops or works at uh, Lane Bryant. I don't even think Lane Bryant's even exists anymore. I, I would think so. No, well, now every store offers sizes for every size. Oh, uh, yeah. You got to be, you have to be welcoming of all things. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, so maybe there, maybe there are some movies I need to see. Maybe you're not the only one who has problems. Uh, Dazed and Confused is... I just recently watched that for the first time. Yeah, it was good. Does it hold up? Did I finish it? Listen, here's the thing about all 80s movies. The pace is always going to be way it's slow. from the 90s. Oh, is it 90s? Well, even 80s, early 90s movies, all those movies are paced very differently. Well, I mean, it makes you nostalgic for high school, for sure. Yeah. It obviously takes place in the 70s. So, you know, mm -hmm. that's more like you, when you went to high school. But, you know, it, 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 it. Oh, it, I got that. Sorry, it took me a second. Uh, fuck you. There you go. There He's it is. here. He does this podcast. Because that's when mom and dad were on high school, at least the that's first That's when they years. were on high school. They were on high school. <laughs> they were so fucked up on high school. Every day. They, they were so fucked up on high school. Uh, no, it's good. It's, I don't think I watched the whole thing now that I'm thinking about it. Huh. Parker Posey's in it, though, and I love everything she's in. Okay. Uh, yeah. I guess I have... The Christmas Vacation's a John Hughes movie, so I have seen a John Hughes movie. So is Home Alone. Then well, I've he produced it. Then I've seen Duh. Did he write it, though? Christopher Columbus, I believe, wrote it. Man. What didn't he lie about doing? Hold on. Home Alone. He wrote it. He wrote and produced Home Alone, and Chris Columbus directed it. Oh, nice. I bet there's a bunch of other John Hughes movies that you know, that you don't think that you know. 
Well, let's find out. What about Mr. Mom? I saw it when it first came out. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh, I love that. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yep. Uncle Buck. Yep. Weird Science. Holy shit. He's done he so much He did the original stuff. Vacation. Mm-hmm. Curly Sue. That was a great movie. Oh, it was a good movie. How come no one ever talks? Oh, he did The Great Outdoors. That is top 10 all-time movies. Uh-huh. Baby's Day Out. Way underrated film. Fucking hilarious. Europe, he did all the vacations. and Beethoven. He did even Drill did, Bit Taylor. He even with, did Dutch, which is a movie I've always wanted to see and never have. Uh... That being said, if someone's like, hey, do you want to watch that? I'd probably say no. Uh, man. He's done a lot. He just fires them out. Yeah. It's like the Duggars with children. Uh, and he's he's young. He's only four years older than dad. That would make him 97. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what dad just said? I thought Fuck you said 40. You. I thought you said 40 years older than dad. And that would make him like 107, actually. Yeah. No, he's four. Four, zero, four. Not oh, no, four. he's dead. He died in 07 or 09. He did? Oh, yeah. Oh, that sucks. What did he die of? <sighs> death? He died dying? Yeah, I think it was death. Uh, he death. had a heart attack. Appeared to be in good health. They made plans for the next day. He was walking in. Huh? Suffered a heart attack. Oh, that's a bummer. Yep. That's a bummer. Like the end of uh, My Girl. Oh, Thomas J. Uh, well, welcome back. Welcome on back. On that awesome note, uh, it's the One Millionth Podcast. I'm Chris Porter. I'm Andy Porter. We are siblings. Neither of us have an allergy to bees. Uh, we have a podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's right. We can get stung. At least we, last time we got stung, we could. Allergies do change, as we've learned throughout our lifetime. Yeah, I think bees is like a pretty serious one, though. Yeah, it would suck if this all of a sudden you were deathly ill to nuts. Well, you'd know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wasn't allergic to cats for 26 years, and then I was, and then I was allergic to the girls that own them, too. Uh, yeah. Uh, how you been? It's only been a couple days. We're doing this one early. So, yeah, been a good couple days for you. Been good? Yeah. What have I done? I've done a lot of organizing. Oh, yeah? I organized the cords behind my television so it's not what you have going on here. Okay, you don't have to like just point it out. Well, yeah. I mean, if there's an example right in front of your face, you, you should probably well, yeah. point to it. To be fair, that's to the side. The back's pretty together. Oh, you can't see a cord. Oh, really? Not one Honda Accord. Not one Nintendo Switch cord. Really? None of them. No, it's very streamlined. Now, if you're standing on the side of the TV. Did you're you go inside gonna... the wall? No, 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 no. I can't uh, go inside the wall in my apartment building. Uh, okay. It's I live not... in the concrete fortress. Oh, that's right. Uh, you returned to the gym. How's it been? Oh, it's been good. I feel tight. You feel tight? Yeah. Pretty tight. Yeah, we had a pretty heavy. I did my first like heavy, heavy workout since I'd been back, which is only like two weeks. And man, I've been walking around like the dude from the Six Flags commercials, but right before he dances. You know what I'm saying? Just like, uh, just creaky. Mm -hmm. Getting into the car, I make noises. Like, God, God damn it. I was doing that just moving around to stretch last night at the gym. And yeah. like, I give Emmanuel a lot of shit for the noises he makes when he's in the gym. And last night they were like, you were sounding so much like Emmanuel. Were you also sounding like Ray Romano? <laughs> no, but I did it for emphasis. <laughs> 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 We 
Uh, we just had a little bro sesh last night. We did some bench presses, supersets. Oh, nice. Look at you. Yeah, it was good. Bro well, session. Belinda's doing her switch day from graveyards to regular. Oh, I know how it is. Aubrey found out her dog tore her other ACL yesterday. Her dog is like the NFL running back of dogs. She can't just like tear one ACL without it being coupled with another trauma. Because this is her second one she's torn. Yeah. The first one, she, a couple days prior, she'd gotten bitten by the rattlesnake. Yeah. Also, first dog ever. I've ever heard of it tearing an ACL. And then it did both of them. Really? I think it's very common once they do one, the other one's going to go. Wow. Like, again, like a running back. Uh, it's just insane. That's why I buy small. Yeah. Is there any way to like, could you put it in a boot? <laughs> I told her just to lop off the legs and just give her wheels. There you go. Is it the back ones? Yeah. Yeah. Or a wheel. There's like a wheel. You know. ah, I may as well. No, well, I guess she's already had the surgery on she the one leg. Had, yeah, don't re- don't even chop off a decent leg. What's uh, what's ACL surgery for a dog run? Do you think? Well, it depends on if you have dog insurance. Oh, and you can get that. Yeah, it's pretty silly to have it, and and you can get it once they have like a major. Yeah, situation. like if they have a pre-existing condition. Yeah, it's thanks, way, Obama. It's like so much easier for dogs to get insurance than people. Yeah, like the the incident can happen, and then you can get insurance, and they'll be like, okay. Oh but no, there's, kidding. And there's like credit cards that exist oh. for those specific emergencies. I see. But it's a it's a couple grand, I believe. Wow, I would put it in the if it was ten grand, I wouldn't have been surprised. Uh, man, uh, speaking of puppy dogs, he is uh, Otto's really going to town on his bully stick. I don't know if you've ever smelled a bully stick when they're really going to town on them, but there is a specific odor that it has that can only be described as dick. <laughs> and it is just wafting through the room right now. I can't smell any of it. It's because you're in the breeze. Yeah, I am in the breeze. And it's going right by you, right into my old factories. And I don't like it. Your old factories. My old factories. <laughs> Uh, I too have had just a basic couple of days. I've just been hanging out. Uh, I've been going to the gym and getting ready to go to Boca Raton. Uh, Boca Raton. All three of our laundry machines in the building are broken. So that's been a fun day. Luckily I have lots of clothes, so it's just going to be a long day when it finally does happen. Uh, I, uh, I was thinking. Why don't you go to a fluff and fold? I, a lot of my shirts, you can't, you shouldn't dry. And you know, you can tell them to not dry them. But it, can I be like, these ones right here don't dry, but mm-hmm. the rest of them, you can dry them? Mm-hmm. No shit. Yeah. Well, also, those shirts, you can hand wash and line dry here yourself. Yeah. And then just take the other stuff to the fluff and fold. Yeah, you lost me at hand wash. I wouldn't even know where to start that. There's also an app called Rinse. They'll just come get it from you. Uh, but here's the deal. Because uh, mom and dad suggested the same thing. It's not like I don't normally have the time. Like it's normally just part. It's just this one time. There's laundromats. The, the lot. I'm I'm aware of that. The point is, I have plenty of clothes. I don't. I can go without having the clothes that I was going to wash. And by the time I get back, the laundry machines will be fixed. Uh, hopefully, if not, then yes, all of those are options. And why are you bitching about it? Uh, because we're on a podcast and I'm trying to fill time. <laughs> you gonna make it yeah it was a lot worse this morning but i had to go walk around and get weed and stuff from cvs so uh my move ring on my iWatch is already completed go me uh I don't know what that means 
I don't either, uh, but it tells me that. Apparently, I have goals. Uh, the iWatch has set goals for me every day that I was unaware of. And uh, every once in a while, once a day, it tells me whether I've... It's really like a girlfriend. Uh, where the, Every day, it tells me whether I've completed those goals or not. And then suggests ways in which I can fix that. Uh, it's really something I should get into the watch app and turn the fuck off because... I got enough people bitching at me on a day-to-day basis. Uh, well, it's also like, why well, have a girlfriend that doesn't give blowies? Right. <laughs> Man, if I haven't had that conversation with a couple of dudes. <laughs> uh, what well, about- I've also had conversations with girls about a couple of dudes that are like, no, I don't go down on girls. And it's like, oh, oh yeah. then why so are we here? you're going to die alone? Then why are we here? Like DJ Khaled, I feel so bad for his wife. Yeah. Giant house in Miami and probably anything she ever wanted other than head. And also probably head from a bunch of other dudes that don't look like DJ Khaled. Yeah, I bet DJ Khaled's like, hey, man, you want to you find a dude that wants to do that? Yeah, do it. And there are guys that are like, yeah. Uh, he doesn't know about it. I guarantee you. But yeah, we've I've had conversation with got girls in front of their boyfriends where she's like, yeah, I don't do that. And I remember uh, my buddy Zach had the best line. He goes, they still make you. Right. And uh, but no, it's just that's, you know, if you both don't do it to each other, then that's fine. I have no problem with that. You canceled each other out. You're missing out on some great stuff. But if one of you does it and the other one doesn't, the one of you that doesn't is being fucking selfish. Yeah, and the other one's being held hostage. It's yeah. like when one person is the only one who does any of the cleaning. You're being orally cuckolded. Mouth cook. Mouth cook. <laughs> it's just, and like, I'm not even, because it, it does define the, that type of person. Yeah. Like, I'm not friends with anyone who doesn't do oral. <laughs> right? Right? I mean, I guess if it comes up, we talk about it. But yeah, none of my friends, I don't, I don't know any of my friends that don't do it. They haven't come out and said, oh, no, I don't do that. Uh, but I haven't asked, to be fair. I had a friend. And most of my I'm friends don't name. bring me around their girlfriends. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, you are a liability. <laughs> One of my friends, her move back in the day was she'd start making out with dudes at a bar and then she'd just grab their junk. Just straight up, just like, donk. Yeah. And it worked for her for like a really long time. <laughs> yeah, that that worked with me. Which now kind of, it sounds like assault, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> if it's definitely a move, it's definitely a move that can only a girl can only do to a dude without risking a felony. I don't even know if that's true anymore. It's our first podcast under the new president. Oh, and that inauguration was uh, pretty great. It was beautiful. Uh, safe. Everyone stayed safe. Yeah, he survived it. <laughs> yeah, which was super great. Did you see the um, photos of the protests around the nation at the nation's capitals, where no one was there? Oh, really? Well, they probably all had to go to work. They probably took all their days off doing the Capitol riot. <laughs> right. <laughs> but also, probably not the first time a right wing extremist has failed at something. Did you see there was a few women, and namely one who was successful in naming some of the rioters? She was using Bumble in D.C. Yeah. To locate these people who were in town for the riots, 
And she would like see their MAGA stuff or like see them at the rights and their Bumble profile. And she would just be like, report, report. Yeah. And she'd hit them up. She'd match with them and be like, oh, I'm a MAGA person too. Are you going to be at the right? Were you at the rights? It's so hot. And they're like, I was totally at the rights. Here, let me send you a video. Yeah. I mean, it's entrapment, but she's not a cop. Yeah, it's not. Uh, Maybe, and sh- you know, in a court of law, she'd be like, yeah, I was thinking about maybe fucking those dudes. And then you're in. Boom. Boom. Plausible deniability. What up? Yeah. Wild stuff. Uh, wild, wild stuff. Uh, Lady Gaga sounded great. Yeah, I was really hoping she was going to jump off the side of the Capitol like she did at that Super Bowl. Oh, that would have been sweet. Have you like that famous jump where she's like, aye. And then halfway out, she was like, oh, wait, this is mainly virtual. No one's going to catch me. <laughs> and she just falls on 19 webcams. <laughs> she's so tiny. Yeah. Uh, and uh, J-Lo came out and did her J-Lo thing. She uh, sang the words, let's get loud, which was... Weird for an inauguration. Especially one that was socially distanced and had like 30 people in the crowd. Yeah, by design. Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe she went for America to get loud. And I feel like it's it's a lot already. Uh, it was nice to have a, at least turn on the news and it wasn't just immediately stressful. Totally. Twitter, uh, the same thing. Well, yeah. And I I don't know how much of uh, more we're going to see of that dude, at least for a couple of months. Uh, God willing. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it definitely woke up this morning. Like it was a new day. Uh, and you know, I know we have listeners that are on that. I'm not, this isn't a right wing, left wing wing. This is more of like, that guy just always was stirring the pot and saying a bunch of fucked up shit. Uh, and now we can just get on with our lives. Now we, now we just have a regular old dude in there that will just try to, the things. oldest dude. The oldest dude. The oldest dude to do it. Um, yeah, and someone on Twitter, a writer that I recently worked with, tweeted, he goes, it's like we beat the main boss and now Twitter's just full of the rest of the side quests. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, it has been nice. I was thinking. Uh, what? I know. It's not something I've been, you know, I've been bored. <laughs> Uh, what was your favorite vacation growing up as a kid? Movie? Vacation. Oh, that we went on? Yeah. Or just a couple, or no, you don't have to say favorite one, or just notable ones. Gosh. Wow. I mean, Cancun was one. I don't know how much of Cancun you even remember. Oh, my, oh I remember, like, everything from Cancun. How old were you? Ten. For, you were ten. So, I was very, I was very present. I don't remember shit about I remember ten. the first day we got to Cancun. We were like, let's go swim in the ocean. And mom and dad fucking, these liars. Let me tell you something. I have huge fear of fish. That was going on even at ten years old? Oh, yeah. Because I would have thought it was, like, fucking under the sea in there. No, no, no. Because when I was a kid and we'd go to like Grand Lake or like a, one of dad's friends that had a farm with horses and had like a gross pond we could go swim in. Yeah. It was like. You swam in the farm ponds? Yeah. Gross. So that might have done it. Fuck. <laughs> I might have seen something down there that I'm, I've like repressed. Of course. Um, But I, yeah, I don't know where the. Anything without legs to me can just fucking fuck off. I know oh, okay. they're important to our ecosystem. Yeah. And for to sure. my diet, to be fair. I yeah. even been eating so much rattlesnake. Oh yeah. Sorry. Wow, that took a turn. <laughs> nice. 
No, I've been having a fuck ton of salmon. Did you ever eat rattlesnake at the Lenexa barbecue? Never. Okay. Never. One bad. But uh, I remember, so we're down in Cancun, and we're staying at a resort, and I have this fear of fish. I remember where my fear of fish came from. Okay. Sorry. Because <laughs> I've known that this whole time. Okay. We were, I was like five years old. We were in Fort Lauderdale. And I was in the ocean, a lot of and there was a school of fish around me. Okay, or swimming around my feet. And How I'm, big were these fish? Though they were probably minnows. Okay, but I'm five. Okay, fair enough. So I'm screeching for mom and dad to come get me out of the ocean, and they're laughing so hard at me because they're minnows. Yeah, they did that. And but I like that no one would come get me. Yeah, because they were minnows. Yeah, so that was that. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> pretty permanent. Pretty permanent fear. So now I'm very afraid of all fish. I'll go snorkeling. But how much of that is like, and I and I and I mean this genuinely. Could you just change the perspective on that to like, oh, I was just around a school of fish and nothing happened, so maybe Mm-mm. it's not as bad. No, because there's an unpredictability in the in the waters. Okay. I think that's also the, f- and it's the unknown. Okay. There's Fair a enough. lot. Uh, but also there's not though because like how many. And not that there aren't reports of it. There's a whole show called River Monsters. Most of those stories take place in third world countries. However, how many people get taken down by fish at the Lake of the Ozarks on a on a yearly basis? Have you seen those fish? I'm just saying. They are? Uh, my question's bad. Horrifying? Horrifying monsters. I'm not saying you have to go out with one. I don't want to touch it. You don't have to touch it. How I don't r- even want to really be in the same body. The only time I get in the Lake of the Ozarks is to pee. We went to the lake uh, when we went down to uh, our parents' friends for the Fourth of July. We... I sat on the I sat on the mat. Oh, okay. Like even when we were with who, she who should not be named when they when we kind of coved out. Oh yeah, I did go in that cove, but since that's a freshwater spring, okay, and it's cleaner water, and you can see further down. Okay, no one's ever referred to the Lake of the Ozarks as cleaner water. That part of it is, though, because okay. there are springs in there. Fair but enough. But anyway, so we're at whatever, the resort. Whatever helps you get in there. I don't need you to therapize me. I'd pay someone else a lot of money I'm, to do I'm that. I'm not therapizing. <laughs> how much have I asked you, how do you feel about that? I was no, just you asked me to bring... change my perspective. I was just saying, could you... I asked if you could. That's all I asked. Oh, well, I can't. Um... <laughs> You just spit water down the front of yourself. I did. I did. He said some funny things. (laughs) So we're at this resort and we're looking down on the water from our balcony on the ocean. And I'm like, what are, what is that roped off part of the beach? (laughs) And mom and dad told me they were like, oh, it's to keep the fish out. And I was like, fuck yes. (laughs) Cause I'm 10 and go to Catholic school and they hadn't started with the science classes yet. Yeah. Yeah. So we go, I spent the entire week in there. Didn't see one fish. I was like, I remember like that second we go down to the ocean. I was in my limited two swimsuit. It was black and white and it had flowers on it. And it was a one piece. And I remember getting in there and just kidding. After like 15 minutes, I got really confident. Yeah. And I was like diving in the waves. And man, I got rocked. Like the waves started to get so big. And then we all just got fucking rocked. Yeah. Like I got tossed. And I wound up on the beach and the crotch of my swimsuit was like a softball full of sand. <laughs> and I was and like, 
salt water in every orifice. And I was like, what happened? <laughs> yeah, probably Cancun, I guess. Because then you coming home drunk from Senor Frogs was the best. Uh, I remember that. I remember I remember getting off the plane. We were playing slug bug pretty heavy at the time. And we walked off. Oh. And Cancun at the time was nothing but Volkswagen Beetles. They used them for a lot of things. And I remember walking out of the airport and it got real ugly <laughs> real quick. Like we we turned into vicious animals to the point mom was like, okay, everybody stop. Stop. The game is off until we leave Mexico. This is not fair. We're just going to beat the shit out of each other for the next however many days. I love it's like not even, it wasn't even just Chris and I. Yeah. Mom and dad were involved. And it was like a cartoon cloud <laughs> with like stars and kerpows coming out of it. <laughs> zoinks. There were a few zoinks in there. Was there a swack? <laughs> so uh, I also remember there was, we stayed in an all-inclusive resort and they had like activities every day. And one of which was beach volleyball. And I remember we did not miss beach volleyball because I wanted to play every time. And if you got, <laughs> and I remember I looked young. And they were like, they would ask me if I was 18. I'd be like, yeah. And mom and dad would be like, where is parents? He's 18. <laughs> and which I was. And if you messed up, they would squirt this tequila Sprite grenadine mix into your mouth. Oh. And uh, man, you would get real drunk. And uh, that was like every day. That place was like a huge party. Yeah. And everything, you could get as many drinks as you wanted. There was no, as long as you had your little wristband on. And there were also two other resorts in Cancun. There was like, we we're at the Beach Palace, and then there was like the Moon Palace and the Sun Palace or something. And like, so every day we'd like go to one of those and continue to drink for free and maybe go haggle for some gifts. Yeah. And because uh, that was the first time we'd been anywhere where you could haggle the price. And yeah. dad was like giving me tips. He's like, Going at half of what they ask. And I remember like buying things just to haggle. Yeah. I'd be like, I'm just going to stick at this price and see if I get it. And they did. And I was like, well, now I have this purse. What am I going to give this to? I ended up giving it to like Katie Peterson or something. Hilarious. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I do remember one night mom and dad let me go out with like the staff of the hotel. We went to Senior Frogs. And that was the first time I'd ever been to a bar or a dance club or what really seemed to be like uh, from dusk till dawn right before Selma Hayek shows up. <laughs> like just Also, luckily for you, that's also everyone else's first experience <laughs> at a bar or a nightclub. That's what Senior Frogs is for. And uh, I remember I, would get, I, I was real drunk when I left the hotel. I was super drunk when I came back. I remember just my head leaning up against the bus, just looking out and waiting to see the hotel to get off in time. And, uh, yeah, I, I really thought I was sneaking into the hotel room. <laughs> and but what had happened? So there were two steps. There well, was, hold on. Okay. Mom and dad and I were all laying in bed. We're all staying in the same hotel room. Yeah. But, like, there was, like, a bed up on a top level where mom and dad are. And then there's two steps down. And then there's two separate beds for Christopher and I. And so mom and dad and I were all asleep. But, obviously, like, we hear Chris unlock the door. And our eyes are completely adjusted to the dark, so we can see mine everything not, that happens. Mine are not, and I'm. F I know there's a dresser. I know there's a dresser, and I don't want to hit it 
because A, it'll hurt, and B, I'll wake everybody up. So I'm just, I kind of got like a zombie pose going on. Suggestive arms everywhere, <laughs> feeling for everything. And also I'm worried about just, worried, did you just spill? No. Uh, but also I'm worried about just, Stepping on anything that could be on the... I'm just super drunk and... Just windmill arms. And I'm trying to not make any noise, not trying not to step anything, definitely not trying to hit a dresser, and I hear mom and dad just start laughing. I do remember trying to... On the way home, our flight coming in out of Mexico was late, and it was a hard push. It was going to be real tight getting to our gate. And mom and dad looked at me and said, take this bag and these tickets and run. What airport was that? That was DFW. You know what's so funny? I had my layover there. Yeah. On the way home from Christmas. And I was walking around and I had that thought. I go, this reminds me of the airport we were in. Yeah. When we were flying back from Cancun. And because it totally was. And uh, I just ran. And got to the gate, and, you know, this is, I was 18, so. 97. 97. Uh, you know, pre-9-11, I get to the gate. I, I was like, my parents are right behind me. Please do not let this flight leave. Because the last thing I wanted to do, like, we'd had a great time in Cancun, but I was also, we were also at a point where we all just needed to get away from each other mm-hmm. for five fucking minutes. And uh, I just remember I ran, I handed the guy the ticket. I was like, my parents are right behind me. Mom was first, and Dad and you came up. You were fine, and Dad was just huffing and a puffing. <laughs> and we got, and of course, Dad sits next to me, takes the jets, puts them, on, takes the air vents, just puts them on him, and it just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we made it. I feel like that's me, regardless of what flight I'm getting on to, because I'm always just generally sweaty. <laughs> uh. Disney World was always fun. The the things I didn't like about those were the, uh, uh, like, once we got there with the Petersons, that was a great time. We drove down there, and that was never fun for me. And for anyone. Because it was never, like, I remember uh, one time Grandpa had given us this TV to, oh, we took the van. We took big blue van took the big, grandpa had a big conversion van like like a the, bubble top bubble top 80s tradesman uh big long i ended up buying it from him when i was like 19 and it was like you did. it had a mini bar in it it didn't have like a checker table as well yeah like it had a thing that you'd put it was like checker table but also a place to put drinks Man, I kind of wish I still had it. It it fucked pretty hard. The, like, a lot of wood paneling on the inside. Oh, yeah. The couch pulled out into a full twin bed. The brass bar along oh, the edge so your drinks wouldn't slide off the Four counter. giant captain's chairs, mm-hmm. three of which that swiveled completely. Fuck, I wish I had that thing. <laughs> uh, I remember driving it to St. Louis. It was the best. Um, we t- took that, and I remember... Grandpa gave us this TV that plugged into a cigarette lighter, and he was like, "Oh, it totally works." No, it, it only works when you're stopped, and that's <laughs> that's it didn't work because you need like an actual TV antenna. Like remember those frizz or the boomerang looking yeah, things yeah, yeah. that were on that, that's. Uh, so anyway, uh, I. Uh, that's so funny. So yeah, it was just never. 
Because I remember mom and dad for a long time were way into those Victoria's Secret classical music tapes. Oh, God. Do you remember those? With and, like Andrea Bocelli on them? Oh, yeah. And I just remember at one point literally breaking down into tears and being like, I've had enough fucking culture. <laughs> Can we turn on some fucking Van Morrison? And yeah, you'd have a Walkman or a CD player. But back then, those batteries of constant play probably worked for like an hour Tops. And then we get like a sandwich baggie of batteries, but mom would always give us the batteries that like might still have juice on them. But also they were always the over, we never got the good headphones. We always had the ones that came with it, the over the ear foam tip, Ugh. barely fit. And so like you could barely hear them when you're in a room by yourself. And then if there was anything going on outside of you, you were fucked. It was all hi hat. That's all it was. I remember for the Cancun trip, mom took me to Venture and I was allowed to pick out one CD to listen uh, to. And nice. I got the Space Jam soundtrack. And boy, was I fucking right. <laughs> that soundtrack still slaps so hard. <laughs> I got a basketball Jones. I got a basketball Jones. I got a basketball Jones, oh baby. What do you say? Uh yeah the dis and but yeah once we got to Disney World because we I remember we stayed at that Contemporary which was the hotel that was shaped like it was an A shape oh it's still there the, it's, oh, it yeah. was so cool they're all still there the first time we went and you didn't go because you were like two and I barely remember it we stayed at the Polynesian Village and that place fucks Ugh, I know uh, at least it did in 1988 I guess I can't speak to it now. <laughs> But uh, I bet it still does. Disney doesn't doesn't sleep on it. Anything. Doesn't get like hedonism too, where it starts to get dingy. Uh, <laughs> lots of wear and tear, and sorry, lots of rip and tear. The ripping and a tearing, ripping and a tearing. Also, uh, the Oklahoma trips were kind of fun. Uh, they were more fun for you because you got to hang with the girls. I was like in this weird place where. Like you guys were playing with dolls and doing girly shit and it was either do that or go hang out with mom and dad and then like feel real weird when they told me to leave the room for two minutes so they could tell some fucked up story. <laughs> so that was, you know. There was, what about that trip we took to the Gulf Shores? Oh, that was a great trip. When I had just graduated high school. Yeah. I was 18, so you were 25, 26. And we just kind of hung out and had a beach and we had those uh, Velcro paddles that we tossed the butt and we literally did that all for day. so long but what was the message going out into the ocean it was like there was a message that we saw written in the sand but it was written as if like the person reading it was going to emerge from the water <laughs> and we were like who is this probably said roll tide no it was like if you're coming onto our shores you better root for the tide no it's not like hi samantha or something like that we're like who's samantha? <laughs> That's right. when does she get here we want to see a water lady uh, but then we also went we didn't have any beach towels and our rental place didn't have that many so we're like we'll just go to a souvenir place and get some and our choices were corona themed corona yeah. beer themed oh yeah or confederate flag yes because we were like, oh, right, we were, we're in Alabama. Yeah, we were staying in a part uh, lovely lovely known as the Redneck Riviera, Florabama, also as it's known. Also, I'd go back in a heartbeat. Uh, I'd probably buy less Confederate flag stuff this time. No, uh, you wouldn't. <laughs> that's a joke. I didn't buy any Confederate flag anything. No, we didn't. Uh, although, at the time, I would have been like, ooh, Dukes of Hazard. I wouldn't have known. Well, no, I was 25. I would have known. 
I would have been like, all the guys in my high school have this stuff. Oh, Christ. Uh, well, yeah. All right. Uh, listener mail time. If you have any questions, concerns. Also, I was thinking if you have any funny stories that you just want to let us know about, uh, you can send them to us. At the end of the day, we'll decide if they're funny enough to read on the air. But send those to One Millionth Pod. That's all words. That's one million with a T-H and then a P-O-D mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're lucky, we'll read that on the air. Uh, do we, our work for us. Do our work for us. We this, don't have any researchers. I'm about to start a new job. Chris is on the road. We're busy. Yeah. Uh, and we had someone offer to produce our podcast, and we never really got back to him. Because uh, mainly because we had never heard of him. Uh, anywho. Also, did you see? I meant to show this to you. We got a message on Instagram about someone trying to like get their client on our show as a guest on the podcast. Get the fuck out of here. Hold on. Let me find it. (laughs) I screenshot it. And this like, I saw this even before Christmas and I just keep forgetting to bring it up. Um, okay. So I don't even know. I'm not even gonna say this username, but on December 16th, they messaged us and said, we have a guest available for your next show podcast. David Weiss, flat earth expert. Once I learned, this is a quote. Once I learned about Flat Earth, it changed my life. I quit my job. I started my own company. I live unapologetically, end quote. Dave's been featured twice on Sam Tripoli's tinfoil hat, Alex Jones Infowars, along with numerous other shows. We can send you clips of his past appearances. Well, first get, of all. First of all, that's kind of cool. We're getting traction. People are like, oh, they think. First of all, they think we have guests that aren't related to us. Also, that we aren't friends with. Just, just a total crackpot. Well, yeah, when you read off his fucking Alex credits. Alex Jones? Yeah. Woof. No, thank you. I wouldn't have him at the apartment. You out of your mind? I wouldn't even want to give him my Zoom login. <laughs> yeah, so we're not going to have that guy on. But I just thought it was, I thought, I just read that and I was crying laughing. I want to know how they found us. Well, they, obviously, they, they just reach out to anyone who has a podcast. They've oh, okay. never listened to us. Uh, well, anyway, if you have a guest you think would, or if you want to be a guest, write in and we'll tell you why you won't be. <laughs> uh, this next one's from our, uh, this first one actually is from our good friend, Casey. Uh, C-A-S-E-Y, like, uh, Casey, uh, yeah. The convenience store. Like, you know, the pin- or Casey and the Sun, or Casey Jones, not like Casey and the Sunshine Band to quote the friends joke. Isn't, isn't, it's Casey's General Store. That's right. It's also Casey's General Store. That's correct. Famous Uh, for pizza. But Casey Jones is also a Grateful Dead song. Man. Casey Undercover, Disney Channel show starring Zendaya. Yeah. And so when I was at home watching television, I was like, oh, Casey Undercover. I thought it was about (laughs) Kansas City. And I turn it on. I'm like, well, this commercial's really long. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, wait, this chick's named Casey. All right. Uh, (laughs) K-R-K-C, C-A-S-C-Y, says Chris Ampersand, Andy, and then in parentheses says insert syntax joke here. Uh, First, yep, I'm a dude. I told you, dum-dum. The one that rocks the classic Mustang, remember? All right, car guy. Uh, Second, a soft return is when you hold down shift when typing returns so you don't get the extra space between the lines of text. I hope you know, tongue was planted firmly in cheek in my last email, and then in parentheses, and that's not a reference to Andy's butthole for once. Bang, zoom. I wasn't really mad, Casey says, just trying to be lighthearted considering all the bullshit going on in the country and the world at the moment. 
Which brings me to my main point, says Casey. Huge thank you to Andy for sticking it in my craw with a new rendition of Little Baby Bears. <laughs> Actually made me laugh out loud in the car. My two fuzzballs, I believe those are pets, not children, looked at me like I had lost my mind. Could be his testes. Also that, too. But if your balls have eyes, see a doctor. Or write a horror movie. They just don't. Thank you and stay at home or come on by. I'm okay with both. Casey sent from his iPhone. Fucking bragging about the iPhone. Uh, this next one's from Blake. Also, uh, hi, Casey. Hi, Casey. Uh, this next one's from Blake. It says machine shops and plasma in the uh, subject. If you don't remember, we had an email from Brandon. Uh, where he mentioned that he worked at a machine shop, and then we got off on welding things. Welding and, gel. And plasma and such things. What did I call the lube? I don't I don't remember. Damn it. Shaft gel or something? No. I don't remember. Hello, Chris and Andy. He used all words and a comma. I'm a new listener to the show, and in the last episode, someone wrote in about working in a machine shop. You two weren't quite sure what goes on in a machine shop, so let me try to explain. <laughs> and can I say this? Can I just say this? I love that we're... Uh, uh, creating a form of community where people are like, hey, I know the answer to that question. And I'd love to get in so that the other listeners now have an answer to life's questions. I know. It's I so fun. I really like I want to thank the talent receivers, the portheads, and the fucktards. It's like we're the Hollywood mediums. Right? Except we're not insane. Machine shops make things out of metal. And then in quotes generally, and then in parentheses, the words generally speaking. With very precise cutting machines, typically milling machines and lathes. Lathies. <laughs> Sometimes the parts have to be so precise that they get measured down to the point zero 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 one inches. So that would be the ten thousandth inch. The ten thousandth inch. Of an, of an inch. The ten thousand. The ten thousandth. <laughs> yes. The ten thousandth inch. As far as plasma, Blake says, plasma is used for cutting purposes only, not welding. Oh, very good to know. See, we're learning. However, when plasma is cutting through metal, it gets so hot and bright that you can damage your eyes by looking at it, just the same as watching someone weld, which is why I had to stop doing that. It was one of my favorite things to do, was watch people bond metals together. Have you yeah. ever watched someone weld? Uh, yeah. Without a mask? No, that'd be stupid. Oh. Um, Me neither. Yeah, you've totally done it. It was uh, from a distance. I remember in junior high, because I went to junior high in the 19th century, uh, and shop, there was a arc welding uh section that you could do for like two weeks and you got to weld and they just they went in back and they showed you how to do it and then every day you just did it like you had you turned that shit on by yourself like it was a lawsuit waiting to happen but we were men because we were had to use real machines and we got it done i shop class was real cool back i remember in seventh grade we took a seventh grade shop class seventh grade shop Fucking class public schools are way cooler than private schools. Uh, well at least in kansas and then uh or it might have been eighth grade but i'm pretty sure it was seventh grade we also took an engine i took a single stroke engine apart there was like a video and they showed you how to do it piece by piece and you took it down to the all the way to you took stripped all the parts away took the piston out did all that stuff and you put it all back together and it had to start we didn't even have band until like high school Oh, yeah. No, we had bandas in starting fifth oh, grade. Oh, wait. No, that was a lie. Yeah. Of course, my DeSoto was kind of known for their music program. I can't speak to it now, but at the time, we always got ones in state. Except for one year, we... <laughs> my choir, I lettered twice in choir because I got ones at state. I just wanted to throw that out there. Okay, great. Uh, we got a one every single time. 
We got a two once, and then we got letters from other schools in the state saying how big of a bullshit it was. So suck on that. Aaron Desiree, back me up. We got ones in every single thing at state. I didn't say you didn't. I'm just saying let me have my moment before you start throwing out your bullshit. Well, we can have the same moment. Mine's just more important than yours. Okay. Because uh, it was more recent. The standards are higher since you no, were the there. The standards were higher when I was around because there were fewer people. You get it. I hope this answers some of your questions. Sincerely, Blake. Uh, and that does it for uh, Listener Mail this week. Ba-da-da. As always, our podcast and the uh, Listener Mail is brought to you by Back Attack Snacks. Back uh, If you're hungry, make sure you go to backattacksnacks.com. Check out their beef jerky. Check out their almonds. They got all kinds of flavors, all of which are great. And if you enter in the, well, just tell them what happens, Amy. When you go to backattacksnacks.com and you go to check out, enter in the promo code one millionth pod. That's all words, one million with a TH and a POD. And you'll get 25% off your whole order. That's right. You buy four equally priced things, you'll only pay for three of those because that's how 75 that's how 25% off works. Probably. So I spent a lot of time in airports. Yeah, you're like that movie where that guy spends a lot of time in airports. Uh, Terminal. Yeah, with Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. He has to stay there because he's in some sort of diplomatic. Limbo. Limbo. Well, this guy apparently really liked that movie. And he hid at uh, Chicago O'Hare for three months. Wow, that's actually very impressive. He uh, says that uh, the man told police that COVID-19 had rendered him too scared to travel home to California where he was from, so he hit in the airport, surviving on food provided by strangers. United Airlines staff spotted 36-year-old whatever and requested identification. They said he removed his mask and presented a badge, which belonged to an airport operations manager who reported it missing last October. Jesus. Uh, he's facing criminal charges for trespassing. Fucking go outside, man. How do you also, how do you get around the security people and like the cleaning crews? That's what, well, he, that's, he had the badge. So if anyone came up and was like, hey, what are you doing? He would just be like, oh, I work here and I just fell asleep or whatever. Huh. Uh, the court, uh, it does worry a bunch of people. They, they're like, how did this guy just be able to hang out in an airport, which is supposed to be a very secure place? But here's the thing once you get past security, no one's really fucking with it. So he was through security. Yeah, he. Pro- I'm assuming he had a ticket home, and then got through security, and then just didn't get on the flight because he just didn't want to. He says he was afraid of COVID nineteen, so he just hung out in an airport, and then somehow found a badge. I don't know how he did that. I mean, I get maybe he did pull it off a guy that was asleep. Huh. And he just hung or out. left him. At, I mean, I've left my work badge in the bathroom so many times. For sure. So, and he just hung out, but he's getting charged. And so now he's in a prison. So at least he's still got somewhere to stay. I'm just saying, hey, man, has to be a better place to hang out for three months. I mean, that place is, con- especially O'Hare, it's constant announcements all the time. You know, he's just walking around. And he just, like, remember that family guy where Quagmire and Cleveland get uh, chained up in the basement and they just hear the, the direct TV the menu. direct TV menu <laughs> that's like, memorized like yeah I'm sure he like knows all the like all the parking announcements all of those yeah this is like from airplane no idiot the yeah. red lane is for unloading you know he's just in prison right now just going your bags can be searched at any time <laughs> <laughs> 
Just shaking in a powder. Please do not leave your bags unattended. <laughs> but yeah, so that just, I was like, man. And of all the airports, I can think of a bunch of airports that I could hang out in for a day or two. And Chicago O'Hare is not one of them. It's constantly jacked. There's not a lot of places to like hide from people. I remember I before I joined the Admirals Club, <laughs> uh, I used to have to like, like my trip to Boca, I have a four hour layover. And I, I had like a four hour labor. I was like, oh, I'm just going to try to sleep. And I found this set of chairs that didn't have arms, which is crucial. So you can lay across them. And it was in this like pathway in between terminals. And I was like, I'm set. There are already people sleeping there. And uh, the girl at the sunglass hut showed up to work and decided to turn the sunglass hut into club hut. <laughs> and it was just, ouch, 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 ouch. And uh, I think I eventually had the balls to just go over there. I was like, hey, you know, a bunch of us over there trying to sleep. If you could just turn in. She was like, oh, shit, I'm sorry. But uh, that is not the airport where you can, especially pre-pandemic when it was jacked. I, all airports are a little different except for Phoenix, I found out. that Busiest airport I've seen in eight months. Phoenix? Phoenix. Going yeah. in and leaving. Just jacked. Well, we landed in Phoenix on the way home for Christmas, and it was like... Oh, that's right. It was insane. It was like regular Christmas. Yeah. Those people don't give a fuck, bro. No. Wonder where we got COVID. A, a guy that fucked a bat. That's what South Park said. You know other places we both have been, but not together? Uh, England? Boom. Boom. There's been so many places, but good job. Uh, And man in England... Still sore. Straightening out my legs is oh, hard. Connectors. Ow, 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 your connectors. Oh, no, this is hammies. Oh, yeah. This well, is that's, hammies. That's a big connector. It's the biggest connector. The other one's love. That one got me. <laughs> this, okay, so three years ago, this man named Simon Charlesworth, which is like the most Are British you sound fucking name. Simon Charlesworth. That is going to be my hotel alias. <laughs> If I ever get big enough to need one. Well, after this story, you might not. Uh, three years ago, he was in the hospital. He was severely ill. He had the flu, pneumonia, and sepsis. Jesus Christ. Right. It's, uh, someone did not want him around. Um, so he spent God, ten- and his immune system. Nothing can take down Simon Charlesworth. <laughs> Except pneumonia and the other two things. <laughs> so um, he spent 10 days in an, inten- in an induced coma, uh, four weeks more in ICU, but he did end up recovering. Yeah. 61 years old. Survived that whole ordeal. Nice. Insane. Simon Charlesworth. Insane in the membrane. I doff my cap to you, sir. <laughs> I, uh, I twirl my monocle in your general direction. <laughs> what the? <laughs> so... Because he had this sickness, uh, what happens next is fucking, it's so gross. So he had to watch two years of watching his toes turn black and fall off one by one. No. Yeah. It sounds like a penance in like a Renaissance movie. They were falling off one by one. His wife 
didn't want to sleep in the same bed with him anymore because she was afraid of waking up with a toe next to her. And yeah. I'm like, Simon, put some fucking socks on. Yeah, some toe catchers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, what kind of fairy comes for that? <laughs> toe Gross. fairy. Gross. You better get a lot of money. What do you think you get for a toe from a toe fairy? I bet it's eight bucks. <laughs> eight bucks and then ten for the big one. Six for the bit little one. Unless it's mom's little one. And Ugh, then, it's like, then you have to pay someone else to take this. <laughs> you have to have someone come get it. Um. So <laughs> he says, this is a quote. Some have come off in my hand while applying antiseptic lotions. Some in bed. And by far the worst, some have come off in the shower. Can you imagine putting your socks on in the morning and thinking, I'm sure that toe was there last night. Simon, put the socks on before you go to bed. I feel like you could avoid all of this and still have your wife next to you while you sleep if you just wore socks. How's your day, Simon? Well, I have the same amount of toes I did when I woke up, so better than yesterday. <laughs> Fucking Simon Charlesworth. There's a uh, photo of his toes. Would you like to see no. it? No, no, and we will not post it either. Why not? Because that's—I'm pretty sure that's pornography. No. Oh God. No, we're not posting that. That's. Please turn it around. That's disgusting. There's so. Looks, looks it like looks he, like they look like witches' fingers from a costume. It looks like he dipped his toe and his toes in paint, but just a little bit. Oh, man. Fucking Simon Charlesworth. Uh, well, tell them where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram at Andy Porton, on Twitter at Andy Porter, and you can find the pod on Twitter at the number one and the words millionth pod. And you can find the pod on Instagram at the words one millionth pod. That's all words. One million with a T-H and a P-O-D at gmail. Nope. And you can find you can find the pod on Instagram at the words one millionth pod. That's all words. One million with one million with a th and a pod. And you can find me at I am Chris Porter on Twitter and on Instagram. And you can find all my dates at chrisportercomedy.com. Coming up this week, I'll be back in Dallas rescheduling uh, the week I was supposed to show up earlier this month. To dare, and then the weekend after that, I'll be in Lexington at the Comedy Off Broadway. But as always, I'm Chris Porter. I'm Andy Porter. This has been the One Millionth Podcast. Fuck you. Wear your mask. Ah, da, 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 da,